Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ask me! Okay, check, check. There we go. Mm. Superior sound and quality here in an Airbnb in Charleston. And I brought my mic and we're doing, we're pretending like we've done this before. <laughs> I'm on this show. I'm on the righteous, well, I guess that's okay to say. I got a part on righteous gemstones and it shoots in Charleston and it's a small part but it shoots for a week and then you're like off for four days, shoot for a day, off for four days. And I'm just like, well, I haven't seen my family in so long. I've been on tour. So we just moved here for two weeks. And it's like this crown jewel of the South. And everybody here is very nice and the food here is excellent. And I've really enjoyed walking to things. That being said, I am almost literally on the Charleston College, University of Charleston, whatever campus. And it is a lot of boys in pastel, <laughs> vineyard vines, like Under Armour polo shirts and all these kids are on golf carts and, you know, with like half-formed brains mm -hmm. just driving as if that's not like a moving vehicle. And the mother in me is like, strap in, Hayden, Hargden, Hagrid, strap in. And we're here, but we're doing it and the baby's here. She's a little monkey with emo bangs and we're just, just what? What? That sounds very cute. Also, we can officially say you open the app and you're seeing different artwork. Why is that, Eliza? Oh, I should have opened with this. Folks, <laughs> we have found a new home with Earwolf. This is our new home for Ask Eliza Anything. They've been very cool to us. Yeah. It's nice to, to be at the right place with the right people. So, you know, hopefully that... Uh, oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. Perfect. The perfect oh my God. intro to- You know, you rent these fucking houses that were built in like the 1800s <laughs> and they're like, it's just, you know, whisk away to the beautiful South where in insulation wasn't invented and you're on the street level. So everyone that walks by, your dog loses her mind. Sorry, folks. I'm really doing the best I can. And this is like one of my days off. There's like a baby- a monkey baby in the other room and the dog losing her mind at anything that goes by outside. And I am filled with oysters 
and I've never been happier. Wow, you're really living the life. <laughs> I'm I'm doing okay. Mm. You got a fun coffee, it looks like. I got a fun coffee because, fun fact, because we're not in LA, uh, things are walkable here. Yeah. Pilates is a three-minute walk away. That's and so nice. I've just been, like, this is... I'm so sorry. This, I don't, you know what? I can't even control her. No. This is what my life would be like if I were just, if I was like a, if I were me in a normal city. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed here, more than any other city, I get recognized the most here because <laughs> this is the highest concentration of like Caucasian 20 to 30 something <laughs> girls who are involved in nursing in some way. I was scrolling through Reddit, doing my nightly Reddit scroll, and there was a picture of a cat and one of the 80 cat subreddits I follow, and I could see in the background the person's TV, and I could see your special was on their watch list. And I was like, God, there I'll really you is what, no escape. I'm just trying to pictures of cats. I think it's weird that you view it that way. I'm very <laughs> proud of how Hot Forever is doing. Uh, I'm loving seeing everybody sharing it. It's super cool. And the other night I took Noah out. So for those of you that remember, Noah had hand, foot, and mouth for like almost four weeks. We had to cancel his 40th birthday. Aww. And then a part of his 40th birthday was going to be, we, I was playing Mexico City, so we were going to extend the trip. And that was going to be his birthday gift. But then we had to cancel Mexico City. Sorry if you're just finding out now. The venue- Has that been announced? Uh, should have. It has been announced. Okay. I had to cancel because I booked this TV show, but Lo Siento- um, of course, I would love to play Mexico City, but this is showbiz, baby. Anyway, and then we rescheduled his birthday for this week, but of course, Righteous Gemstones was booked. So basically, this man finally got his birthday dinner. We took him, I took, I took him to the Ordinary, where we had, I think it's the best meal in Charleston. I fly, when we play Charleston every year, we come in, me and Hunter and Stacey come in a day early so we can eat there. It's just outstanding. Point is, we got a little drunk, walked home, and there was this like, mom with her daughter talking to some other girls all college age and they were holding a little dog and I came up and I was like look at that dog and they were like this dog's named Kenny Jesney and I was like why because he's little and bald and they were like that's a good idea I'm like how come you didn't name him that and then this girl's like you look like that comedian and I was like it is me <laughs> and I just know that feeling when you're drunk and something like that happens like it's just so random that I appeared yeah and it's been a lot of that it's been a, a lot of you look like a makeupless, tired version of a comedian we look up to. <laughs> it me, baby. And so we're here. We're eating oysters, peeling eat shrimp, starting to sound a little like this, and we're ready to go. That's the difference between like a, a Carolina accent. They say that, like, go. Oh, no. I think now you're just doing Philly. No, that, okay. It's funny you say that. You're thinking Pittsburgh. Same, I mean... It's like a, uh, like a, yeah. user, like a no. They have, I said that the other day, they have that here. Oh. You want to go down there. And so it's different than a Texas accent. It's not my accent, but it is a Southern accent. Yeah. Anywho, y'all ready? Y'all ready for some kick-ass questions now that we've had a tepid start to this episode? <laughs> the perfect launch for Earwolf, a tepid start. Wait, I got one thing to say. Yeah. I think it's, you know what? I almost don't want to share it, but I think, oh. you ever heard the, the the expression like painting the toilet bowl? Like painting, like, like if turbs? you really have to poop. Yeah. I could just see a middle-aged woman like opening up a painting wine sip studio in Santa Barbara and calling it the painted bowl and like not knowing that it was like a term for like diarrhea. <laughs> Welcome your, to the painted bowl. I'm Cheryl. Your favorite subject. 
You know what? It affects all of us. It affects. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. The first question, you can have an effect on someone's life here, okay? Okay. What are your favorite songs to dance to at a wedding? I'm currently planning my wedding and would love your input on what songs to include at the reception. I loathe all, I mean, there's a reason those top 40 songs all get people going, but of course I don't ever want to dance to YMCA. I hate Brown Eyed Girl. Bruno Mars will get everyone going. Like no matter how many times you've heard it, Uptown Funk is never not good. We're not talking like who wants to do a silent like grunge EDM disco under a freeway too. We're talking like what brings your mom, your aunt, your grandparents all together. Shout is actually a very good song. Okay. Lady Gaga. I mean, you're asking, this is, is this just like a young person wedding? Then fucking play like fuck rock. One and two. I don't know. You asked. I don't really, I like rap. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's very appropriate for most weddings. What was the song? There was a song you wanted at your wedding and I forget if you wound up doing it or not, but there was a lot of debate about whether it was appropriate. It wasn't. Was it a Rihanna song? Yeah, my mom, when we were cutting the cake, I was like, let's play cake. cake. (laughs) Just the refrain. And my mom like read the lyrics and she (laughs) like read them back. If you want to crawl out of your skin, have your mom read the lyrics (laughs) to Rihanna's cake. Like you're licking my pussy and my my body. Is this appropriate for your wedding, Eliza? (laughs) No, but cake, 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 cake. It's cute. Anyways, I'm glad we didn't do it. Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, and wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's hard to take care of your hair when there's, quite frankly, too many options. Of course, you're skeptical. Everything promises to give you all the answers you ever wanted that genetics couldn't give you. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Every bottle of pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. I love that pros goes in depth. I mean, they asked me my zip code to understand how the water in my area affects my hair. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love the results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash askaliza. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash askaliza for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros. 
com slash Ask Eliza. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic pared down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Hello, y'all. Hey, y'all. My name is Alex. I'm a recent transplant in Asheville, North Carolina giving all their details. I moved here a month ago from Northern Massachusetts. Being that I'm new to my area, I've not been shy about hopping on Grindr and the other homo happy apps and trying to make friends, hookups, hiking buddies, etc. I make it clear in my profile as well as during first conversation slash meetup that I'm not looking to start a relationship. I'm outgoing as heck and take part in local open mic nights. I attend galleries and art classes when I can afford to and face a consistent problem when talking to guys my age. I'm 31, by the way. I tend Is it to, dude? Yeah. I or t- just like a straight girl who's deeply misguided. <laughs> on grinder like looking for app. friends. No, it's a I thought app. everyone was welcome. All right, it's a dude. <laughs> I tend to take on the role of therapist very quickly when forming bonds with folks. In, of, in spite of my extreme resting bothered phase, people love to unload and be very unabashedly themselves around me, which I love. The issue, however is that when guys speak negatively about themselves, which I notice is super duper often, I'm quick to try to shut it down. I respond things with things like, be kinder to yourself. We teach people how to treat us. And my most reflexive response, who hurt you? The thing I've noticed is that this sort of reaction tends to make dudes quickly switch to BF mode. They'll start sending daily good morning texts, check-ins on how my day is going, and good night texts. I acknowledge that all of this may come off as the humble brag of humble brags, but I genuinely love all people and also don't prefer to surround myself with a lot of negativity. Do I simply forget it regarding trying to make friends here? Do I breeze past these things and let downers be downers? Or do I just count on a podcast as lovely as yours needing a third host? Kidding, maybe. Anyway, thanks for taking the time on my less than concise question. Absolutely love the pod. All my love to you both and the rest of the pod fam. Alex, I'm just going to tell you, if you're looking for no negativity, you came to the wrong place. I know. <laughs> and I lately, you know, like, there was somebody on our set recently, and when they introduced themselves, they were we were getting our makeup done. They were like, "Are you allergic to anything?" He was like, "Negativity," which I thought was cute. And I and I asked him about that lately. He was like, "I think it's just a great way to let people know who I am, like right up front." And I was like, "That's cool," because the second I heard it, my thought was, "Oh wow, we are not alike at all." <laughs> um, I, th- I I mean, you know, it does suck to hear people be negative. Anyways, the point is, I think if you're super upfront. All the time, you're like, I'm not looking for a relationship. Like, I'm just down to hang. That's on the other people. You know, if you're saying that, because we've had call callers, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what is this, love line? <laughs> we've had people like that before that are like, I am putting out that vibe, but they keep wanting to be with me. It's like, 
and maybe they were flirty. Like think about what you're really putting out there. And also people love, you attract broken people. People love to be fixed. It's not, you want to be yourself, but you also don't have to pick up the phone. Like you also don't have to respond to that. I think as long as you're upfront, you're like, I'm just down for a good time. Also, if you were straight, I'd be like, just fuck them real quick right up top. And then never call them again. You let them know. But with dudes, it's a whole other thing. Well, it's sad. I think it speaks to society as a whole that one kind word from you and they're like, yes, boyfriend. It's like they probably don't hear that many kind words. Have you thought about starting a podcast or a cult? I know you could. I, I think I'd wonder like, what is it in you that makes you want to come from a place where you're fixing people? Maybe you just don't offer that. Because also like be kind to you. Also who hurt you is never said not kind, sarcastically. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, to me, who hurt you? It was always like, I don't know. I was just trying to get a smoothie. Right. Like, cause I'm kind damage? of like that. You're always trying to like therapize. Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, with people. And I, I think I do that too, even though I have like no training whatsoever and very little therapy. And I wonder if that keeps you Oh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I wonder if that combined with saying you don't want a relationship keeps you from deeply connecting. If you're the one doing the fixing, then no one can help you. If you're coming from, I'm not saying you're doing this purpose, like some sort of morally superior place where you're like, well, what's that about? Or how did that make you feel? Then you're the one always giving and you don't let anyone give back to you. I would wonder what that's about. Yeah, I wonder, is it, People, these people you're hanging out with are constantly saying bad things about themselves or they say it once and you go, no, you're perfect. We don't talk like that. It's like sometimes people just want to complain a little bit. Like, I also think it's really healthy. Like, I talk about this somewhere in my canon. I'll be like, (laughs) some days I feel really hot and some days I don't. And like, I know what I can attract and what I can't or whatever. And people are like, don't say that. You're beautiful. I'm like, yeah, I am. Some days I'm not. It's okay to know your limits. It's okay to be like, ugh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm being so shitty lately. No, be kind. It's like you, it's important to know what you are. So maybe you don't feel the need to fix something yeah, or just pile it on. If someone's like, ugh, I have, I feel so ugly lately. You'd be like, I know that there's something in the air. You look, (laughs) you look hideous or I feel hideous. I just think there's something in you where you want to help people. You want to be that light, but who's doing that for you? Mm. These people don't feel like they're, This doesn't feel equal. I think you need to seek out water on your own level versus people who are broken. That's that's me. Recording in progress. This is our backup. I just realized I didn't start our backup. Thanks for recording it halfway through, Emily. Great job. Well, we never glad I pay you twenty five dollars a week. (laughs) We never use the backup. That's the answer. Next question. You have the worst timing. Do you know that? (laughs) That's really the biggest difference between us. Remind me to never get stuck in an improv scene with you on a stage because you will leave me to die. 100%. You're so the, you're so the, like, this is a gun. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a yes and. I'm a no, period. You're a, No, you're not a yes and. You're a no but. That way, like, it was like a little bit of hope. <laughs> a no but kind of girl. No, no, that's not a gun, but you're doing so good. Good, keep up the good work, but come up with a different <laughs> idea. No, it's not a gun, but I am laughing. I am laughing. You know right. what? That's that's what I bring to this show. Laughter. If you a were just throaty laugh. If you were just talking to to a wall, you would be having this a hard time. This is your time. laugh. 
ha ha ha. Some crowds I am. That's your laugh. <laughs> it's you have like a big throat and you throw your head back and you shake your hair and you look like a little baby orca and you have a scarf in the wind. <laughs> and welcome to the painted bowl. I'm your instructress. That's why I moved here. I'm gonna open the painted bowl. I'm your instructress, Emma. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, next question. Svetlana from Bulgaria says, Hi, Eliza. Congrats on your new special and book. Big fan. Here's my question. I have a neighbor right upstairs, a 20-something girl. She has a huge dog, but I don't think she takes care of it as much as the dog deserves. When they go out, they come back 10 to 15 minutes later. Apparently, just enough time for the dog to go to the toilet, I guess. The problem is every time they do go out, the dog gets really excited and starts barking incessantly. Sometimes the barking can go up to 10 or 15 minutes until the girl is actually ready to take it out. This happens four to five times a day for more than three years and can be as early as 7.30 in the morning or what's 22, 10 o'clock in the evening, right? No. 22? Yeah, because 24 is 12. 12. Yep, that's 10. Okay. I told the girls several times this bothers me. I'm free. I also don't think she calls it 22 o'clock. I'm just going to put that. I don't think that's how the military does it. What do they, in the morning or 22 colon zero zero? 100 hours. 2200 hours. 22. No, it's 22 dark 30. It's fucking late. I told the girls several times this bothers me. I'm a freelance working at home and now I'm working on my first book. I've even given her advice on how to communicate better with her dog. But all she I'm says sure she is, loved that. No, it's useless. I can't take it anymore. I don't believe the dog, of course, help. I mean, can you move? I don't know what the housing situation is. There a housing crisis in Bulgaria. It feels like there's like a lot of land. You guys grow a lot of wheat. I know that's your number one export. <sighs> that's tough. It's tough because, first of all, it sucks when, oh God, it's a pet peeve of mine when people have big dogs in small spaces. It's an even bigger pet peeve when it's like a cold dog, like when people have Alaskan Malamutes in LA. Like that dog does not belong there. Um, I, I, you gotta, can you move? Can you talk to your landlord? Can you go up to her and just be like, hey, like, there's nothing you can do because you can't force her to train the dog. And I know like my dog, it's really hard to train Tianfu. And sometimes she barks. And I think it's like part of me is like, if you spent time with the dog, then maybe you'd be charmed by it. But I, I think this is tough. I think this isn't like you, there are certain dogs that shouldn't live in apartments. There are certain dogs that don't fit certain lifestyles. This woman probably should not have this dog that, that needs more exercise outside. I do wonder, but you can't do anything about that. You know, I do wonder, do you think it will be seen as a full insult if she like gifted the woman dog training for Christmas? Is that so overstepping? That's shitty though. Like, I don't think it's overstepping. I just think that woman wouldn't use it. Then you've got to schedule some maniac to come to your house. You've got to like hope that like it's it's a lot. And by the way, dog training like mostly is done by you at home doing the homework. As I found out when I tried to train Tian Fu <laughs> and got oh. really tired of it. Well, I guess the other option would be to buy her few sessions with a dog sit, dog walker. Because I wonder if the dog went for like an hour long walk rather than leaving the house 10 times a day to do these 15 minute walks. If she went for a nice Look, long one, but you can't no, control no. that. 
No, the dog's excited to go. It's going to be more excited when it knows it gets to be outside, like stretching its beast legs. Here's the thing. You live in an apartment, and this is part of communal living. Yeah. This is part of city living, and this is definitely, definitely part of living in an apartment, and it sucks. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. When you share a wall or a ceiling with someone, this is what it is. You have a few. You have three options. She can move because you lie and say that she did something illegal. No. You have four options. You can talk to the landlord and be like, this is not what I signed up for. You can move or you can suck it up. Or third, what I did was I bought noise canceling headphones because the sounds bothered me so much. Yeah, it's, t- it's th- the bottom line is nothing sucks that more than being uncomfortable in your own home as yeah. I'm experiencing in this Airbnb that I'm pretty sure was just put together for the pictures and well, it's but just shitty. So that's why I literally, I moved cross country so I wouldn't have to deal with that anymore. Like there's just, it is what it is. I would talk to your landlord and ask what your options are because you don't want to get the dog taken away. You don't know if she like found that dog and rescued it and this is its best home. Like you don't, you don't know. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's it's another apartment she, in the building. I, yeah. And I wonder if you would be more okay if the girl's like, I'm trying really hard. Please be patient. Like, I'm really sorry. But it seems like she's like, it's whatever, whatever. Barkety I would be bark. really annoyed by these 15 minute walks of a big dog. Like that's not what the dog needs. But even if it was a little dog that only needed a 15 minute walk it was and it was yapping, your issue is that it's loud. Yeah. So those are your options and I'm sorry. Yeah. Maria, I'm sorry. It sucks. It sucks. Talk to your landlord. Hi, Eliza, Emily, Snow Peach, and baby Sierra. I had quite a bomb drop. Oh, wait. Huh? One more thing. <laughs> See if it bothers any other neighbors. Mm. And I don't know like how big you guys are on democracy, but like vote her out. No. <laughs> mm. You can't, you can't, it can't be like, these are my choices. So everybody else just has to suffer. If it bothers other people, then there's strength in numbers. To do what? To evict this woman? I don't know. I'm asking for a solution. Right now we're on her side. Maybe the woman with the big labradoodle will call us and then we'll be on her side. I'm on the dog side. I can only side. do one thing. I, can, I am only court appointed to one person at a time. <laughs> I take Bulgarian court very seriously. Highlights, Emily, Stone Peach, and Baby Sierra. I had quite a bomb drop on me Monday night, and I would love your well-thought-out wisdom. My husband and I have been together for four years. We got married quickly, nine months into it, and it was definitely a, we'll figure it out as we go. There's been some tough times in the last year after us moving from England to Scotland and me not really knowing anyone here. He's from here. Anyway, I've been pretty down about our relationship and brought all my insecurities up to him. He's also one of the nicest people in the room. So here's the doozy for you. I found messages on my husband's computer, on his WhatsApp, to escorts in the area. Oh. I I travel often for work. What's a Scottish escort look like? (laughs) I travel often for work and all the messages. I'll just lay down on the bit. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Grab on. Grab on to what? Grab on the man. Get going. All the messages are on days I've been out of town. I took screenshots of them all and sent them to him last night, asking him to explain himself. And he said, it's not me. No way I would do this, et cetera, et cetera. Even when I said, fine, show me all your bank records showing me you never transferred these amounts of money. There's even one message including the postcode to our house. Do I believe that it, quote, wasn't him and somehow his phone was like copied or something? Or is this the universe throwing me a life jacket saying, well, now you have a reason to leave. Double doozy. We have to stay married for 18 more months or I'll get kicked out of the country. 
Please keep me. Oh, you don't want to be in the country. K, who PPS says, we had a rough patch last year and prompted a couples therapist from November 2021 to March 2022, but it fizzled out as I stopped being the one to email the therapist. And there are 30, I don't, she's 30 and he's 28. Uh, why do you want to stay in the country where you yeah. have no friends and a <laughs> husband who you don't like? Go back to a country England. filled with, or you want to stay in a country filled with escorts? I, I, I don't, look, WhatsApp for people that don't know is like this free app that I use when I travel internationally. And it's a lot of people outside of the States use it a lot just for basic text messages. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird to say that that wasn't him. If you're saying there's multiple tech, I think it feels weird that like you aren't like, yes, it is. And here's how I know. I think that it, that it is him and you don't want to be married to this person. You stop going to therapy. There's no enthusiasm in your voice about this. It doesn't seem like you share kids together. You're only 30. I think if you gave him the option he would say, yeah, I I guess I don't want to be married. I think you both are sticking it out for no... I think a lot of people do this. Like, why are you gritting this out? Yeah, you tried to get help. He stopped emailing the therapist. I get fizzled. The help fizzled out. You're not feeling good. You're in a country that you don't want to be in. What are you doing? And he's having sex with escorts. He's putting your health at risk, depending on what he's doing. Even if he's just texting them. Like, even if he never did it. Like, what are you doing? Like... Now you're making him prove this. Now the rest of your relationship is fucking weird because you'll always think he kind of did it. So I'm just telling you what your best friend, your American best friend would say, what are you fucking doing? Get out of there. You're 30. You have the rest of your life. You don't need to be there. Go. Who hurt and you? And don't stay. Yeah. Ew. Don't stay just because you're, oh God, it's such a, I'm afraid I'll never find love. I don't know what She's accent. She's British, You did I not think. say you were Irish. I'm afraid- I don't know. That could still be British. I'm afraid I'll never find love. There we go. Really good. Thank you. Good job, Eliza. Just <laughs> marginalizing a whole country. Just go. Get the yeah. fuck out of there. The- Why? In a year, all this time you're like, and then 18 months in, we didn't know. And then we hit a rough patch. This doesn't sound like a person you're that in love with. I have to be honest. He's 100% also, lying. He's lying to your he's face. He's lying. Get out. Also, like, he's so, he's the nicest guy in the room if there's only one person in the room and it's him. That nice? That's how you describe the love of your life? The, the fact- Tepid. The fact that these messages were always to arrange meetups when you were out of town, there's yes. no way a hacker did that. Absolutely no We all no agree. We, and he would have told you, like, oh, my God, look at this. There's no love here. This is such a lukewarm relationship. Disrespectful. Get out of there. Yeah. This is so boring. You don't want to be in this boring relationship. Nobody wants to be friends with a couple that's not in love. And you have no reason to be there. And you have nothing connecting you. You don't have shared property. You don't have kids. There's no reason. Fucking go. Go back to England. Go back to England. Go back to where you came from. Go back to your country. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. Well, introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, 
You get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, and they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable, and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was in Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all on the new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciency term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts. All right, next. Okay, AITA on AIA. AITA for not letting my brother-in-law eat my dog food. Oh my God, I thought that was going to end a very different way. (laughs) So my sister and her husband are living with me temporarily because of Hurricane Ian. Their home in Fort Myers is in bad shape. So I agreed to let them stay with me and my dogs. I own a nice bungalow and it's just me and my dogs. It's a little crowded, but I can deal. I have a couple of little dogs and I like to make them raw food. It's healthy for them and I like knowing what they're eating. I use cheap ground meat and I mix in chopped up vegetables, seeds, and organ meat. Also, I mix in their doggy vitamins. I make up big batches whenever I find ground meat at a good price. Then I make patties out of the mix and freeze them. At night, I take out a couple of patties and leave them in the fridge to thaw out for the next day's food. When I was out yesterday, my brother-in-law saw the hamburgers in my fridge and decided to grill them up and eat them. When I got home, I went to feed my dogs, but the food was obviously not there. So I asked my sister if she had fed my dogs while I was out. She said that her husband had eaten the burgers in the fridge. I kind of giggled and said, oops, I guess I need to thaw more out. He heard me and said that they tasted off anyway. I told him the reason they taste off is because they were dog food. He started dry heaving and saying he was going to puke. He yelled at me for keeping dog food around people food. I yelled back that he's a guest and while he's welcome to anything in the house, perhaps it would be best if he asked before he ate my food. Him and my sister are angry at me that I didn't label my dog food. I'm kind of angry that he complained. Yes, I would be a little grossed out too, but it's just funny. He isn't hurt or anything. There's nothing that isn't edible by humans in the food I make. I would not eat it myself, of course. A-I-T-A. And then an edit. Part of the reason he is angry is because he says I took it lightly. All I did was joke that he would have a nice shiny coat. That's exactly what I was about to say. Oh, man. Like, he's fine. And his back hair is silky. Uh, he's probably just 
a little butthurt because he's displaced. Like their home was just wrecked. No man wants to stay in another person's house, particularly another woman. You're not the asshole. I actually think it's weird if you're staying at someone's house to open their fridge and be like, oh, raw meat. I'm going to make burgers and I'm not going to make them for anyone else. I'm just going to eat your meat. Yeah, that's so weird. That's weird. They were in patties. There were two patties clearly thawing and he ate both of them. That's so rude. Uh, Best case scenario, he thought it was his brother-in-law's dinner and he ate all of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. So he's a dick and uh, that's it. I think the weird part is you opened someone else's fridge, saw preformed raw meat, and you were like, mm, num num for me. Right. And it Burgers sounds like for me. he didn't feed his wife because she didn't eat it and get mad. He ate both of them himself and didn't tell Babe, anyone. I've had a tough day of gator hunting. I got to eat both raw burger patties. I just think people Do people <laughs> lose all decency. It's like, you're living in someone else's house. I don't care if this isn't how you do things at your house. Like, you got to be cool. You got to be cool at someone else's house. He needs to get over it. Yeah. That's it. You're not the asshole. And that's weird. It's weird that he ate that, that he just like was like, oh, meat is for me. <laughs> okay. And another, one more important one, AITA for calling out my husband's coworker's wife for trying to flush a maxi pad down our toilet. Oh, <laughs> I'm still pretty mad at the whole oh. ordeal. My husband's coworker and his wife are both mad at us and think I humiliated her. But I think her lack of common sense is what did it. What a, I never say this, what a dumb bitch. Like that gives other women such a bad name. When you go into a public place and it's like, and hey, not naming any specific gender, but whatever gender uses feminine products, if you could not flush them. I mean, that's- all, we all get talked to like idiots because of women like this. Gotta- I'm glad she was embarrassed. She'll think twice before shoving a fucking mattress down some <laughs> copper pipes next time. I had a full argument when I had a plumber come to get roots out of my pipes. He just kept saying, I know you flush maxi pads down here. And I was like, I didn't. And he's like, you can, you have to be honest with me because I'm going to fix it. And I was like, I didn't. I was so mad. Also, I don't use maxi. I first of all, even if I did use maxi pads, I wouldn't call them maxi pads. I would call them a pad because it's not 1950. And also like, no shame to anyone, but like I use tampons and also- I could forgive if you flushed a tampon, like I could forgive that a maxi pad. Like you have to push it down with your, you have to punch it into that hole. My husband and I recently hosted a cookout at our house for his coworkers. He gets along pretty well. I mean, do we need the context? Like, do we need any of this? And enjoys hosting. We were, we were making dog burgers. (laughs) Tastes like vitamins. Coworker's wife, Julia, goes to the hallway bathroom, comes back. I end up going after yeah. her and notice the toilet is clogged and starting to overflow. Something large and white is stuck. I use the plunger to unclog it. And lo and behold, a very large bloody maxi pad. <laughs> Julia Christ. was the last person to use the bathroom. So I come out and ask her if she tried to flush a pad down the toilet. She got embarrassed and said yes. And I told her she needed to go clean up the mess she made. There was water all over the floor with particles of her pad and blood everywhere. Okay. 
I okay, asked we already her. don't like her. I don't <laughs> if, need this. People no one, are paying to no. be to sponsor this show. I asked her if no one ever taught her not to flush a pad. We have a septic tank and they cost thousands to repair. You don't flush pads, especially not the extra large ones. It's not like she tried to flush a panty liner or something. Julia oh, cried geez. and her husband yelled at me. But who does that, especially at someone else's house? Husband's two female coworkers came to my defense and pretty much said it was stupid of her to do that. Julia half-assed yeah. cleaning up her mess and her and her husband quickly left. All of their coworkers think Julia shouldn't have done that, but my husband and his coworker are having a whole feud about it. AITA for calling out my husband's coworker's wife for trying to flush a maxi pad down our toilet. And edit, we have a septic tank. Septic tank repairs I don't care. here. <laughs> Wait, can you easily go for $10,000? Julia yeah, has we, a we septic tank. Julia should know okay. better. Julia said she did it because there was no trash can in there. Oh, And she didn't want but- to walk her pad to a different room. Well, that's dumb because every girl that has a period knows the feeling of shame of carrying your personal products used or unused to a place where you can dispose of them or just use them. We all remember buying tampons when we were younger and like hiding them in the deli meat behind your thing. Like, I don't think it's going to the bathroom at school. Like, I'm just carrying my pencil case. This is nobody has their yeah, period. Or that here. like prison drug handoff where you like hand a tampon, but like kind of in your sleeve. So we all know how to be discreet for a shame that should never have been assigned to us. It seems like you went up to her privately and said, hey, did you shove a pad? If you came out and you were like, who's the dead woman? Julia, is it you with your weird body? I don't know how you confronted her. Sounds so like if it was you public. Did, if you did that very loud, like it's not the most polite, but then again, what she did was so ignorant and rude and could cost you so much money. So I would agree, if I were you, I'd just be like, can we just move past this? But that was really shitty. Bloody I, shitty. I'm torn in that Julia should not have done that. Julia should have been pulled aside private. Like, hey, Julia, please go clean with bathroom. Yes. You know you can't do this. But you know she you didn't can't have do a, this. She didn't have a, trash can in there. I could see panicking. No, no, no. And I'm sorry, you're at someone's home. You're not in like a federally run state mandated public general use restroom. Like you don't have a trash can. Okay. Like this isn't like an ADA compliance thing. Like it's your house. So what you do is you take the pad out, you fold it up, you wrap it in toilet paper and you just go find the trash can in the next room. I don't, I mean, I could have then seen this question asker being like, then I found a giant mattress of a no. pad in my other toilet and one of the, and one of, in my other trash can, one of the dogs got it. Julia, then we had to pay for a vet bill. No, no. Then that's on your fucking mongrel dog. Okay. You wrapped it up. You did the thing. Julia was wrong and she was being lazy and weird. And I'm sorry if you called her out, but people, what I notice more and more is that like people really don't want to deal with consequences. Like you did something that could potentially, and you were willing to leave it and like fuck up someone's house. Consequences. And I think a big issue that like men have a lot of times is they feel like women, like, well, she acted like that. She doesn't want to deal with the consequences. You got a woman up. That's the difference between a girl and a woman. Fucking take responsibility. It's not like you deserve to be embarrassed, but you were not acting like an adult and you got treated like a child. Right. I mean, yeah. The, the fact that she left it with like water coming out and it's clogged and she just walked away like, bye. You saw that. Everybody everybody turns around after they flush. And you look and you see what's going on. And you on. looked and you saw it or she thought it went through and then it came back out. But 
what is it? Integrity is what is how you behave when no one's watching. <laughs> I, you were like, no one's looking. There I'm are flush a it. few worse feelings though than having something go awry in someone else's bathroom or a public oh, bathroom. God. Yeah, for sure. But it didn't have to go awry. You could have just balled it up. No one, if you're like, where's the trash? No one's ever gonna be like, what's in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> And right. you know what? And where's the wrapper from the the new pad she put on? Thank you, thank you. She took it that comes with a little her, sticky for a or reason. she tried to flush the paper. There you too. go. So yeah, she where's was out the evidence? Of, she was off the rails. Emily Higgins, forensic tampon psychologist, forensic <laughs> maxi pad evidence. I and you know what? You, she owes you a favor. She owes you a debt of gratitude because she will never make that mistake again. I just can't imagine going to my husband's coworker's party, leaving a big old pad in the toilet and then being confronted and all my husband's coworkers are like, what the fuck, Julia? And I'm and just like, ah. being indignant about it. No, I fuck you guys. Crying. This is my American right. No, <laughs> screw her. You know what? She's probably so embarrassed. She'll go on birth control so she doesn't get a period anymore. <laughs> she probably just avoid it altogether. Okay, moving back to the show. Okay. <laughs> Hello, all. I've been listening to the podcast from the Hi. beginning, and I'm now listening for the second time. I've seen all six Whoa. Netflix specials and have learned so much from Eliza's infinite wisdom. Mm. I'm 24 and female, and I've always been a little nervous to write in, but would love your help on an issue I've been dealing with for almost seven years now. In 2016, just a few months before I graduated high school, I came home from hanging out with friends to find a note on my bed written by my dad essentially stating that my mom had been involved with another man. My dad proceeded to copy and paste a letter that my mom had written to this other man, basically exposing her private feelings, explaining how he had made her feel seen and cared for and that she hadn't felt this way in some time. I went to find my mom, who was upstairs being consoled by my older sister, then explained that my dad had left the house and taken her computer with him, probably to search for any other letters or messages. Fast forward a week, and my dad has officially moved out. They've been fighting for a while prior to this incident, so I feel like this was just his way out. I later found out he sent the letter she wrote to this other man to her entire family, parents included, exposing her and saying this was why they would no longer be together. Since then, there has been some tension between me and him, periods of not talking, but we are now on speaking terms and working on our relationship. My question is, my parents are consistently talking shit about each other whenever I come home. I now live in Connecticut with my boyfriend, who I love and hope to marry, and it makes me not want to come home at all. My dad has a drinking problem, which can unfortunately make the situation worse when my mom does anything that bothers or annoys him, which is basically they everything. They still live together? They are still married, but have lived separately for almost seven years now. But I just can't take the fighting and shit talking when I'm with them. How can I go about sitting them down and explaining that if they keep talking about each other this way, I won't want to come home anymore. My dad and I are working on the relationship. My mom talking about him negatively isn't helping at all. And him talking about her negatively also is difficult. Thank you so much for reading. If you do, I'm hoping to save up enough money to come see you somewhere in New England soon. Also, I should note that my mom claims that she never gave the letter to this man and that nothing happened between care. them, that this was just that a way to matter. get her feelings out. That doesn't matter. Because... If that were the truth, then they would have found there's deeper wounds there. And that kind of actually doesn't matter. What matters is you. What matters is how you feel about your parents. I'm a little confused. They still, you're saying they live separately, but 
you're hanging out with them together? No, I yeah, th- but she hangs out with each of them. And whenever she's with separately. one, they're shit talking about the other. You got that's incredibly immature. Uh, you could always return to the scene of the crime by writing a letter, sending it to both of them, and saying, "Here is how I feel. I love you both so much. I cannot be caught in between. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of hurt here and a lot of anger." And that is for you guys, but I am not your therapist. I am not your friend. I am your daughter. And I want to keep coming home. I want to be with my parents, but I cannot, I have to draw that line. I cannot hear this anymore. You have to say that. And when they start to bring it up, be like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not doing this. You have to just keep doing that. I would suggest not being around your dad when he drinks, you know, if that can be helped. Yeah. And just convey how hard it is and how much it hurts you. And if they love you, they will hopefully be like, we will do our absolute best. Yeah. It doesn't make you love them more to hear shit about the other one. You know, like that's not, it it doesn't work that way. When parents are divorced or separated and usually it's one parent, not the other. And you always remember which parent talked shit and which one was mature about it. But considering that they're both doing that, it seems like there's a lot of hurt there. So you can say you guys can either figure out a way to reconcile or go to therapy, but I cannot be that sounding board. Yeah. And it might require you actually leaving the house a couple of times or leaving the room, just being like, I'm, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. It makes me angrier at you, not the other person. And you both do it. And this is very hard on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. I love you both. So just you be clear. Cause you're not gonna be able to get that time back. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's it. it. That's it. It's you're so not there to, you're not married. their friend. No. No, they may not be able to afford it getting divorced or who knows what um, the. Or they're Catholic. Yeah. Cool. So this is all about you. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all, baby. Go Huskies. Hi, Eliza, Emily, and crew. I'd hate to waste a question on this, but in regards to your bumper sticker stance, does this include magnets too? Love your show and had a blasting you in New Jersey, Emily. I was putting a magnet on the outside of their car and there thinking are like it's going to stay. There are like bumper stickers that are, ma- that are magnets instead of sticker that, that I mean, technically someone okay. could come steal it, but it stays. They're like specifically for cars, but you What's can take them What's my stance? That they're trashy? You hate, yeah, you don't like a bumper sticker. Do you think a I magnet just, is the same situation? Because if you can take it off. I don't remember the context of the original question. I mean, obviously a bumper sticker <laughs> is never on like a nice car. I don't know. We have so we have social media now. If you think about it, like a bumper sticker was an early form of Twitter. Like, hey, everyone, here's exactly how I think. In case you want to cut me off, I believe we should coexist mm-hmm. with like all the religious signs. Or I believe, you know, military lives are important. I believe my kid goes to this school. I believe my kid beat up your kid. Gone are the days of the like pithy, funny bumper sticker, it usually just lets you know the person in front of you that you're dealing with is a maniac or like too cool for school. No one ever is like, I loved your bumper sticker, really enhanced your Miata. So I guess the question is why, like, okay, so you put like a Biden 24 bumper sticker, like cool. Now, now we know, now we know. I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I think it's actually a scary thing to put it out there because someone is in a death vehicle, probably with some sort of firearm. And you're like, just so you know, vote green. They're yeah, like, I mean, quit. I wouldn't, my my mom's car has like ones about 
factory farming and liberal. And I'm I don't see like, the benefit. Good luck. I don't see the benefit. But when I get don't my car, it. I already have a bumper sticker for it whenever I get a new car. And it says something like, the mummy starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz is a perfect movie or something like that. Because I just think it's so something funny. That you had commissioned. No, it existed. And that's why I think it's so funny. You should so get funny. one that just says, Brendan Fraser was here the whole time. <laughs> He was here all along. Uh, maybe don't don't get it. And, and then the the only upside is if you get an incredible one and it's a magnet, someone's going to steal it. So that's $15 that's you're going to get back. <laughs> hey, Liza and Emily. I'm a 27-year-old male. This might seem long-winded, but I think the context is needed. My sister has been married to her husband. Let's call him Jack for nearly 10 years. They have three kids, ages two, five, and seven. Her husband is a contractor who is known locally for being a crook and starting jobs, not finishing them and keeping the customer's money. He has borrowed money from me, my parents, and other siblings to help pay debts he has, but continues to receive public shaming online from customers, warning others to stay away from them. At a party with family and friends of the family, party with family and friends of the family, my mom told someone about Jack and how he was a con man and to stay away from him professionally. My sister heard this and called my mom and shouted abuse at her down the phone for bad-mouthing her husband to people. She said some pretty horrible things to my mom that were bad enough that she won't tell us what they were. But she says, quote, some things can't be apologized for. This was a couple of weeks ago. And since then, my sister has told my mom, we don't need you to watch the kids anymore, which my mother has been doing three times a week since they were born. She's refusing to let my mom have anything to do with her grandkids. My problem is... My mom has a history of bad-mouthing and criticizing us and others behind our backs, including personal things I open up to her about and ask her to keep secret. I think my mother is right in the sense that Jack is a crook, but I also think she was wrong to bad-mouth him for no reason to just be a gossip. This has made my yeah. mother extremely depressed, and both my mom and sister give me a hard time for speaking to the other and not siding with them. I would love any advice you guys might have. Massive fan of yourself and Emily. Listening to your podcast is the height of my gym commute. That's so rough. I'm because torn. Everyone's he is wrong. a con man. Yeah, it's like, don't let... <laughs> it would be bad of her also to let people work with this man who steals money, but you also know she got some pleasure out of being able to, like, gossip. So it's tough. It's tough because everyone's wrong. They really it's are. It's tough because... That's the father of her children who she like loves. That's also their livelihood that does affect the kids. And obviously the mom talking about it for sport isn't good. The daughter's hurt because the mom went out of her way to say something mean. They don't sound like the kind of people who would take well to even hearing constructive criticism. What the mom can apologize for is saying it that day. She, was, she can just say, it was unprovoked. I shouldn't have said it. I do have my, like, I sh there's a better way to go about it. I, you know, I love you and I would really like to see my grandkids. Maybe you can mediate between them. But she shouldn't be apologizing. You know, I, I'm sure the guy knows that he's a piece of shit. And I'm sure that woman knows that her husband is a crook. Yeah. And so it's like, you have to, it's like you have to parse out your apology. <laughs> that is rough though, because the sister... Like all of a sudden the mom has no value and it's like only about her husband. I who think might be a piece of shit to her too. Like I don't know how insidious this is. It's only been a couple of weeks. She's gonna need the childcare back. I would say that's the wait other thing. It blows over. Yeah, if he we've had this before too. 
where like we had like a really irresponsible sister who's like, fine, you can't watch the kids. And it's like, oh no, like I forgot the question. Yeah. If this guy is a crook and like losing money left and right, they're going to need her. So yeah. wait it out. It's not going to be forever. Mom can always apologize for that specific part of it. Right. But- it's like, because I think the the crux of it is she was not wrong, but it's sometimes it's, would you rather, what is it? Would you rather be wrong and liked or right and hated? I Like she wasn't wrong, but she knew it would hurt her kid. <laughs> No, I don't even think she thought about that. She wasn't, like, there are things that are right, like, correct. Like, he is a crook. He does a bad job. He's not to be trusted. But it's still your family. And since that person wasn't asking for, like, a recommendation, like, maybe you didn't need to bring it up. Yeah. And it's not like no one knows this. She just happened to hear it. So I think, the, I actually think the sister has displaced anger. Like, it's not really toward the mom. She's mad at her husband, who doesn't seem like a great guy. Yeah. So I would just give it a beat and then be like, is there a way we can move past this? Yeah, try to stay on both their sides. Like, don't talk about one to the other. Just kind of be like, look, I'm not getting involved until you guys solve it. And be like, hey, Jack, maybe you can work on like actually doing your job and not being a piece of shit. (laughs) Right. You're going to get sued, buddy. Okay. I don't think they do that over there. This is not America. I think they're British. They're British or Australian because she said mum. Oh, yeah. And in America, everyone gets sued all the time, except for contractors who, like, notoriously are just always bad. Right. Like, good luck. Except for my contractor, who I love. Oh, I did love that guy. Manuel. Yeah. Contractor of the stars. He's the best. I trust him with my home, my family. He's the best. I know. I always liked seeing him. Yeah. No, he's magical. (laughs) He was very, he was very accepting of Chan Fu's attitude. Him and his dad. I mean, when they talk about where they came from and like the horrors they escaped, I think a little fuzzy dog yipping at them all day is like, they're like, this is no problemo. Right. Okay. <laughs> top of cool. the cop. Tip of the crip. It's the top of the cop. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. My top of the cob is, I'm just going to say this because I thought it was really sweet. When I got to work for my last day last week, my last day of that week, Uh, You know, everybody's name is on the call sheet and some people know who I am. Some people are fans. It's always very heartwarming to walk onto a set where you are not the star of a show and have people be fans of yours. Everybody's so nice here. Uh, Every crew member, every cast member, Danny McBride and Rough House run a really class act button up operation. They're just all so great. I walk on set and there was a girl there and she was like, oh my God, I'm such a fan I saw your name was on the call sheet and I got so excited and I'm sitting there in like the biggest wig ever and like the ugliest (laughs) dress and her name was Rachel and she was a stunt person and she was just really cool and I think she was like a little nervous to talk to me. Little did she know I had like nowhere to be and was just like hovering over the snacks Um, and she says hi and she's a fan of yours and she'd written in before about being a girl in like a boy heavy industry and it just made my day that she was like such a sweet girl and she listens to the pod and... And it's always it always makes makes me feel good to know that people listen. And she was lovely, and we chatted That's for a little cool bit. Job, I like too. inhaled Cheerios. Yes, very cool of her. I saw her moving a bunch of Fernie pads. So Rachel, this top of the cob goes out to you. <laughs> that was a very long shoot day. Oh boy, uh, Emily, what's your top of the cob? My top of the cob is right before we started taping. My outdoor plastic cardboard cutout Michael Myers arrived. So I'm going to set him up after my next meeting out on my lawn and really get into this Halloween spirit. I love that. Yeah, I'm pumped for you. (laughs) Oh, my bottom of the cob 
is um, I guess there's just some really gnarly fleas here Ooh. in Charleston. And the, yeah. my dog is so white, so you can usually see the fleas on her. But she itches so much that it like shakes the bed at night. And so, yeah. and every, t- every attempt to remove her, I put her on a pillow on the floor. She just, she's like, oh, did you mean to put, I think you meant to put me back on the bed. So yeah. she hops back up. I feel so bad because her skin, there's just red marks all over it. So I have to take her to a vet here in Charleston. And they were like, yeah, the fleas downtown are just horrific. I just feel so bad for her. Is she on a medicine? Just, at home, yeah. But like, I think a flea could still bite you and then just hop right off. I don't know. Right. I don't know what it is. Um. So it just makes me anxious. You know, she's my little baby. And so when she's uncomfortable, it's hard for me to sleep, not only because she shakes the bed, but knowing she's unhappy. Yeah. So I'll just have to take her to the vet and kiss her on the mouth extra. Mm-hmm. That's my bottom of the cob when angel girl is sad. <laughs> my bottom is I am getting my wisdom teeth out this week and I'm very scared. Oh, okay. Let me, let me just tell you as someone that's had it. Yeah. There's two ways this could go. I, my friend, I've had friends that have gotten them out and they just like went out that night. They were fine. My head was the size of a fucking basketball and I had dry sockets. So I also, my dentist also came in chewing gum and the Novocaine like didn't totally work. This was forever ago. You'll be fine. People get it done. They're going to pop them out like marbles and your head's already kind of big. So it'll be okay. (laughs) I do have genuinely a large head, a large skull. Uh, Then it should be fine. (laughs) Why are you getting them out so late in life? This is like you do when you're like 18. Because I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, they were always kind of like you should, but it's not like a big issue yet. And now I, is it now an issue? Like just get it, and not fully, but I have don't do like, it. but do I have it. insurance right now that'll like fully take care of it. So I'm just if you don't need it, it though, it. you could also get your appendix out. Like if you don't well, need no, it, well, no, because it's like they're like it gets infected underneath. It's just like all this gross oh, inflamed. Like, it's getting inflamed. Listen, just like Liz Lemon, you're going to go, you're going to kiss a plant, think it's Bon Jovi, and just you'll sleep off the rest of the day. It's fine. It's just annoying. You'll be totally fine. You're not a kid. That's probably the last time you had any dental trauma. Mm-hmm. And then you never think about it again. Yeah. It's going to be like this. You probably have a fifth one <laughs> in the middle <laughs> in the middle of your throat, and they're going to pop them right out. I only have two out of four. Because okay, so you're just going to get two. You're going to be fine. And they'll give you the drugs, and here's what you do. You walk in, you say, hey, I'm feeling really nervous. Do you guys have Valium? And they'll give you one. I already told them I'm so scared. Yeah, they'll give you all the drugs. (laughs) Because I'm getting an IV. I'm most scared about that. Oh, God. Emily, I don't don't have time for this. Get over it. I'm going to feel it. I had a baby. (laughs) You're fine. Don't be such a princess. Yeah. I had you, you... Imagine... Getting your wisdom is like having a baby through your mouth. It's going to be fine. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know why I said okay. that. Ew. Folks, I'm coming up, coming up, playing Des Moines. Civic Center in Des Moines. Played there many times, so I will see you there in a few weeks. I would tell you to get tickets to see me in Lake Pryor, Minnesota, but that's it's very full. Um, <laughs> that's the full one. And then, of course, I'm coming to Asia, and I'm coming to Australia. Those tickets are on sale, but really Des Moines is the one that you guys need to come out to because it's the most centrally located one so if you live in nebraska this is your chance to see me drive on through and uh we're very excited to be part of the earwolf family yeah and we got new art we were trying to come up with some good art you know i didn't want to do something too girly i didn't want to do something with dicks i don't know 
And we're pumped to have you guys. I'm here in Charleston, living it up, sipping on crab, slurping up oysters. Tianfu is itchy. Don't forget, write in your questions to Ask Eliza anything to our Instagram account. You could also at tweet Ask at Eliza. Us. At Ask Eliza. Do not leave them randomly errant on my Instagram page. I will not answer them. And we will call them and answer them. And we're going to continue to give you a quality show with some new segments coming up. And hello to all of our new sponsors. Remember, I don't read ads for things that I think are bullshit. So I do my best to guide you. I can't tell you that uh, every product is the most perfect thing ever, but I will never sell you like boner pills or like weird, uh, I don't know, bikini hairline medication. We try to keep it. We try to appeal to a wide variety of people, but... This isn't a cash grab. I try to be thoughtful. Trust me. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How?! You'll have to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Here's a fun exercise. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I bet you nobody would say, um, I'd spend it thinking about things I can't change. I'd spend it having crippling anxiety. No, you'd say like, I'd go for a run or I'd spend time with my hobby or I'd pet my dog's tongue. A lot of us spend our times wishing we had more time. And the question is, what do you want to make more time for? I bet the answer for a lot of people is your friends, your family, relaxing. Well, therapy can help you clear some space mentally so you can find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Think about therapy like housekeeping for your brain. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to betterhelp.com. And you fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. No more driving across town. No more stressing out. BetterHelp makes it easy for you to get the therapy that you would like. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza.